down Some way simple, some profound But I always have you Hey, Broadway Christian Church. It's Friday afternoon, and I just finished listening to Governor Holcomb's uh, address to our state about easing the restrictions that we've been experiencing during the pandemic. For those who haven't heard, uh, the government, uh, the governor is now uh, allowing for gatherings of under 25 people, and beginning uh, next weekend, um, May 10th for us, um, allowing for indoor uh, worship gatherings as well. Uh, your church leadership, your staff will be meeting um, on Tuesday morning, and then your elders will be meeting Tuesday evening, and we'll be talking about the, the details of that, the, the what and the when and the how of all of that, and I'll be communicating that to you on Wednesday. But before we talk about all of those, those details, uh, what I'd, I really wanted us to, to think biblically about uh, some of the, the situation that we're facing and about uh, what it means for us to, um, to get back together and how to do that in a way um, that expresses our, our love and care for one another. I'm sure that all of you know that there are a lot of opinions um, out there about what's been happening in our world, about how the media has responded, about how our president and our governor have responded. Um, a lot of opinions about what's happening right now. And uh, those opinions are represented in, in our church. Um, I have, have spoken with and prayed for people, uh, prayed with people um, who um, are very, very nervous about this and who are very fearful about this, who have um, uh, medical conditions <clears throat> themselves that put them at greater risk uh, for contracting the disease or possibly even dying from the disease, family members who are sick, uh, people who work with, sick, uh, with those who are sick, and um, who have uh, legitimate concerns about what's happening. And I've talked with and prayed with uh, people who believe that all of this is just very much overblown and that uh, the media and government have overblown all of it and it uh, never is and hasn't been a, a big deal or something that we should have uh, been taking the kind of measures that we've been taking. So there are people in our congregation um, who are on the wide range of the spectrum of opinions um, about what's happening right now. And uh, you are about to enter into uh, small group gatherings with people who have different opinions than you about this. And um, the next time we gather together as, as, a, as a whole church, um, you're going to be worshiping next to people who have different opinions about this. And so I wanted to, to say a few words uh, about that because uh, the scriptures give us some guidance about um, how to live in a community of people where there are different opinions. Um, at Broadway Christian Church, one of our key values is uncommon unity. Um, that we, we believe that we have different perspectives, different insights, uh, different experiences, um, even some different beliefs about, um, about things, but that all of us have had an experience with Jesus and that we believe that he is Lord of our lives and Lord of the whole world, that he uh, died and rose for us, and that we've had an experience with him, and that we are committed to following him with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and that that, is, that, that belief and that commitment to Jesus is what binds us together. And so on this particular matter uh, of the situation that's happening around us, there are lots of different opinions in our church. 
And so how are we going to, to respond? How are we going to interact with one another? Especially when uh, so much of this has to do with um, our common interactions and how, how close we stand with one another and whether or not we shake somebody's hand or whether or not we give someone a hug. So how are we going to respond? There's a passage of scripture um, in 1 Corinthians chapter 8 uh, that speaks about an issue that um, you and I don't have to think about on a day-to-day -day basis. It's about whether or not Christians should eat food sacrificed to idols. Uh, this was uh, apparently a question, a problem at the in the church of, of Corinth that Paul was addressing. And there were people in that church who had different opinions about whether or not we should eat food sacrificed to idols. There were some people in that church who believed that you shouldn't do that, that that's um, a part of the worship of, of another God and that Christians should have nothing to do with that. And there were others who said, you know what, those gods don't exist anyways, and so we should be free to eat whatever's put in front of us, that it's really neither here nor there. And so Paul addresses this to the church. And, and the way he addresses it, addresses it is by pointing out that our goal as believers is not to be right. Our goal as believers is to love and to care for one another. And what he says, in fact, is that our knowledge, um, our opinions, um, actually have a way of puffing us up, of, of actually making us prideful. And so this is what um, Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 8. He says, we know that all of us possess knowledge. I think another way to say this is that all of us have an opinion. But this knowledge or this opinion puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by God. In the New Living Translation, um, it's translated in this way. You think that everyone should agree with your perfect knowledge. While knowledge may make us feel important, it is love that really builds up the church. Whatever your opinion is right now about this situation, whether you believe that this is um, the, the biggest and most dire situation that we've faced in our lifetimes, or whether you believe that all of it is, is overblown. Um, the question for you as a follower of Jesus, and as you begin to re-engage with your brother and sister in Christ, um, is not to demand your rights. It's not to be sure that everyone agrees with your opinion on this matter. Um, your goal as a follower of Jesus is to, to love your neighbor. So, for example, um, you're going to be in a small group or gathering together on a Sunday morning um, with believers in, who may um, be fearful about what's happening or may themselves have a particular physical condition which makes them more vulnerable to this. You may or may not know about their condition. And so to be respectful of, of their space, to be respectful of whether or not you um, decide whether or not to give them a hug, um, we don't want to put that person who may have asthma or may have some other condition into a position where they have to push you away. 
um, that's not the, the kind of situation that we want to put our brothers and sisters in. And so we need to be aware of whatever our opinion may be, however it is that I want to act and interact with other people, um, that that uh, freedom that I have to act that way is not encroaching on someone else's um, conscience or somebody else's uh, feeling of, of safety and well-being. And so our concern needs to be first and foremost about what it means to care for our neighbors, what it means to love our neighbor. At Broadway, we are, are convinced that we are called to live um, according to this uncommon unity that God has created among us. And uh, because of the situation and, and everything that's happened, uh, again, there are a variety of opinions about what, uh, what it, what's happening right now. And I just want to encourage all of us to pursue uh, that uncommon unity by uh, not demanding that everyone agree with what we may think about what's happening right now, uh, but to pursue first uh, love for our neighbor. First Corinthians 13, just a few chapters later, Paul, one of the, the descriptions of love is that, that Paul says that love always protects. Love always protects. And so uh, this is the, the attitude that I want all of us to have as we begin to interact and engage with one another over the next few weeks and months. All of us want to get to the place where we're shaking hands and, and, and giving hugs and, and being close to one another again. Um, that may just not be where everyone is right now. And uh, we need to be prepared to respect and to love um, our neighbors as we begin to interact with them in our small groups, um, in our large group gathering, and the other gatherings that we have um, at the church. Friends, may, may, your, may your priority be love. May this be another opportunity for us to live out the uncommon unity that God has created in our church. May this be one more opportunity, one more way for us to lay down our life for our brothers, to lay down our opinions, to, pre to prefer um, our brother and sister in Christ. God bless you today and, and this week, and, and peace to you, my brothers and sisters.